Oh, hello, hello. Okay, so this is going to be slightly different. No, nothing really super coffee related, but in recent news in the local area, the um, the Wantor and the uh, Massapequa Starbucks have been um, protesting. Uh, very, very interesting. Very curious. Very. Um, I don't know. I have some thoughts on this. I think it's definitely fair for me to share because it's sort of an evolving space of coffee and and stuff. And I didn't personally see the um, protest, but uh, my coworker went to visit the French workshop bakery or something like that, which um, just opened in the same lot as the Wanzo Starbucks. And honestly, it's like pretty nice. Um to be straight, I do think it's a better cafe kind of experience than Starbucks, um, or right the intended sort of feeling of a cafe, um, more of like when you say cafe, like you know, I'm trying to evoke a certain kind of image, right? You're kind of sitting down, you're having a cup of coffee, you're having your little snack. Um, obviously, it's like a bakery, so there's a very you know wide range of bakeries and. The bakeries are, you know, obviously, like, it's, a, it's not, their primary thing is not coffee. It's um, these big goods. And they're, they're definitely a little pricey, I would say, compared to other options. But overall, the taste is really good. Coffee was fine. Um, they do have, like, a drink menu, so you can get, like, a coffee or whatever. And I guess it's a little like a little plug for them it was it was a fine time i went there with my mom we got to enjoy some stuff um cannot complain about it it was um cool cool little like what i needed for just sort of that experience um so back to starbucks yeah the whole um protesting thing is definitely it's coming back um i honestly think it's inevitable that this will keep happening more. Now this is just for me, something more like, you know, local, you know, close to heart. Um, we haven't talked anything about reunions at the Belmore location. It's still a brand new location. So um, I know it has really, we've not been hiring people. Uh, we've kind of been just sticking with who we have and no one is really a union person. Um, as I've said before, I, I think the nature of the job is really not for unions it's really too it's a very transitory job and the benefits are like good enough as they are um so like i'm trying to find a middle ground here where i can like understand both sides and kind of like present that to you as well um i i, he I hear the point like obviously starbucks is not paying enough because if they were then people really wouldn't you know, be protesting at the same point. Like, people will always complain anyways. Uh, so I think... Maybe the bigger takeaway is that... It's definitely somewhere in the middle. Um, right? If Starbucks didn't have problems, then the protests and all this stuff wouldn't be happening so widely. That if Starbucks was, in fact living their mission values to a degree that, you know, 
satisfied people and people felt, you know, seeing her taken care of, they wouldn't really, I don't think people are naturally going to like, you know, look for something else unless things are really bad. And when, right. My impression is that there's definitely corporate strings in play. It's a corporate. So I think when you combine that with people who are just really going to follow the rules to like the literal letter and right enforce those policies as they are written and not give space for people to you know for humanity to exist that's probably what's causing the problems you know the Starbucks policies are pretty pretty inclusive like I think they pretty much cover everything now right you could say you know dress code policy like Okay, if you're gonna like police people and just go policy, okay, cool. Like, is that really something to be spending our time on? No, that's not. It's like, you know, as long as you're like, not like obviously out of code or something's like, whoa, like that's definitely not in code. Like, it, it, I think it's like sort of like the whole porn argument. I would say for like businesses, like, you know what good looks like. You know what good work looks like. You know what, um. You know what things should be, the direction they should be going, uh, or like how we should be taking care of people, or you know what is good customer service, or whatever. I, I think it's it's just very easy to be like, yeah, that like that that person like if someone does good customer service, like you're like, oh yeah, that, that you know person was really good. They you know did a good job. Um, also the same for like really bad customer service. And you're like, yeah, that was, like, horrible. So we don't want either of those extremes, right? I think people want, like, just a generally good time, you know, like a 6 out of 10. Like, that's fine. Like, get my coffee. I don't – that doesn't need to be some crazy. They don't have to be trying to connect with me and you get to know me. Like, it's nice to get to talk and, you know, do things with people. Um, but Starbucks has this metric of, like, oh, you know, customer connection, which is just kind of – um. What's the word I'm looking for? I think a silly system to try and like, um, you know, give numbers to like customer satisfaction because only customers that pay with the app get the chance to provide feedback. So you're already, you know, not really even getting a good sample size or fair sample size, an accurate sample size of, like, all your customers, right? There could be things you're missing just because, like, you know, let's think of it like this. If you know only customers who with the app are getting these surveys, right, you could just game the system and be really nice to those customers and, you know, do the bare minimum for the ones you're paying by card or cash or, you know, some other payment method, um... So that to me is very interesting. Um, I, don't, I haven't really seen that kind of um, deliberate trying to game the system. Um, um, but like, right, if you were like a gamer and you're like running a Starbucks, you'd be like, all right, well, I'm playing this effing game and I have to get the highest customer score. How do I do that? 
Now, obviously, like, if you're increasing the overall, like, quality of service, that will just naturally rise the floor. But, like, if we want to, like, make sure we're doing our best to, like, get those surveys good. Because the other thing is they have to grade the barista. There's, like, a section they have to grade a seven. Like, the barista get to know me, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, like, even that's kind of subjective because, like, right, one person's, like, seven could be another person's five or a six or whatever. And they choose seven as the metric and, like... I don't know. I, I feel like if we really want to know how people are feeling, like there's like so many better ways to do it. But Starbucks has chosen this like, like very controllable thing that doesn't really do anything. Like if we just surveyed every customer, like you know, you got a receipt and you could submit something, right? That I think that'd be a little better. Um, like. Like the whole Dunkin' Donuts one, where like you go on, you you know, you type it out, you get a free donut. Like maybe some like a free cake pop or some crap like that. You just do that, and you know, you get more like accurate information on like how each store is doing. Well, that that could definitely be like something. Because um, I also always try to think like if I was running the store, like how would I want to like you know make sure. Um, I probably wouldn't do mobile because like mobile is just like, it doesn't, it's, it drives the business, but it's a different kind of business than like cafe business. So like, right. People who are using mobile and drive through, right. You're in the business of convenience. Like you're not getting Starbucks cause like it's this you know, customer connection you're getting. Cause like, yes, it's on my way to work. There's a drive through. I can mobile order. I can pick it up. I don't have to get in my car easy. Or you can take the mobile, go in, grab it, go boom. Like you're not, you know, if the brace is like great, you know, it's a little part of your day. Um, so like, I don't know. It's just a very, uh, I'm probably talking about this a million times. So I'm not going to bore you too much with that. And then kind of back to the whole, Union versus, like, you know, just Starbucks thing. It's curiously where it goes. The new CEO was sworn in. So, like, whatever that looks like, cool. Um, I don't know. I really don't know what to, to make of it yet. It's, you know, he's going to work four hours a month as a barista. And it's just, like... What are you really doing? Like, what is it? Doesn't do anything because, like, right? He's going to work in an environment that is unlike anything he sees, and he's going to be like, "Oh, I'm working as a barista." And it's like, it's not like you'd have to do like the more like the undercover boss thing to really like see what's going on in your company. Obviously, Starbucks doesn't do that. Starbucks is more about like feeling good about like what they're doing and like, you know, trying to be like, "Oh yeah, we're doing great." And it's like, well. You know, anywho, um, what else can I tell you about this? Um, I'm just really interested to see like what happens. I, I I ultimately think that you know this, and this is my own opinion that right Starbucks is not a union is not a union kind of job. It's it's coffee. Coffee is by nature. You do it for a bit, you move on, cool. Like, you know, it's something you do in the meantime. If you get benefits, great. Um, 
honestly is the if you take everything into account is the pay right i probably not like right especially with the supervisors who are basically managers and they're making like $20 an hour to like essentially run the place and the managers are like salaried but you know like they're basically always on call and just you know I don't really know too much exactly about the, the woes of managers. I just doesn't really seem like a good deal. Um, also, the, the the managers and the ASMs are not um, they're not part of the union stuff. It's only the baristas and shifts, which is interesting too. Um, you know, you might not know that if you just saw this, you know, articles online, and you'd be like, oh, like that's that's kind of interesting. It's like, yeah, like. And then, like, I was, you know, back in the day when we tried to, well, we or unionization tried to happen in Amityville, um, I was part of it, and then I was labeled a union man, and I was told to new hires, it was a union, I was a bad person, I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, that that's, you know, the directive management was given, and sort of um, the actions management took to, I guess, debtor uh, union stuff, like, and very interesting, like, different approach i've talked to a former manager who i work with now i went down to shift and um in the, the districts that you know, she came from a different state and had worked there and well um the attitude towards jeans was very different like here was very kind of like i was a hospital sort of like you know no don't do that it's bad and it's like who cares like and that that was the attitude that was you know say she came from that it was very like yeah like do your thing, like, okay, and it's like, so it should be, right, like, it, you know, if, if Starbucks basically had just handled this correctly and just not, you know, dragged their feet, I feel like I would believe in Starbucks more and be like, yeah, like, Starbucks is really, is really trying to, like, fight for its people. I feel probably the corporate pressures are, like, what's driving their actions, and okay, that's fine. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm seeing it wrong. You know, I'm just sort of thinking out loud and, you know, my, my observations here for you. You have a company that's supposed to be having people at their focus, but then, like, not working on people or saying, oh, we have enough for the people. It's like, well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know for sure. And if you really did, I, I feel like people probably wouldn't protest and it wouldn't be as widespread. So, I don't know. We'll see what the union bargaining comes to. I'd be very curious to see what kind of benefits or, like, what changes they make. Um, the other fear-mongering well, – fear-mongering is the wrong word, but um, I'm quoting another partner who I used to work with of uh, management. They would say, um, you know, you wouldn't be able to directly talk with your manager. You'd have to have a union rep there. I'm not too familiar with unions. Um, I haven't really done work with them. That sounds about right. Right, because they don't want management to like you know do things they're not supposed to do. Um, so yeah, I, I guess that might be a thing. Right, you, know, you might be able to talk with your manager so much anymore. Um, I don't know. It's just definitely food for thought. And you're having seen or heard of these two stores doing this near me, definitely sparked my uh, thoughts for you guys. So yeah, more this little 
uh, recent union action in the area and my thoughts on them. So until next time.